When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Perception, perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. All right, um, I want to talk about another quarterback that I think is obviously extremely good, uh, but it just feels like this offense is just quite there, and I'm talking about Baltimore. Andy Holloway had a really interesting tweet uh, about Lamar Jackson. From since week three, he has six passing touchdowns in seven games. And in six of those seven games, he has fewer than 20 fantasy points. Um, the, the TV person in me wants to ask, you know, again, a good, to- a good talking points topic is, is Lamar Jackson done as a top five fantasy quarterback? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's the TV side in me uh, coming out. But no, but, but again, I, I just think from a realistic standpoint, though, like, um, is, it, is it Lamar? Do you think it's the personnel? Is it the play calling? What is it about this passing game right now that's just not in sync? I mean, I think it's a little bit of everything, man. Um, you look at a couple of different numbers for uh, the Ravens offense right now. You know, um, when you look at Lamar Jackson in terms of EPA uh, per dropback when throwing to – so EPA per attempt when throwing to outside wide receivers. Coming into this week, he was 26 in EPA per attempt when throwing to outside wide receivers. If you take it from week four, which obviously that's the week where Rashad Bateman got hurt, he was yeah. outside the top 40 quarterbacks. What? And, <laughs> yeah, bro. 40. I mean, like – yeah, right. Like the, We're talking about obviously some like small sample backup guys, but like yeah. Colt McCoy, Carson Wentz, these dudes who have Jesus barely played Christ, this year. Wow. Yeah, right. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how bad it was. And and yeah, of course. Like, and I know Demarcus Robinson had a great game. Uh, yeah. He he caught nine targets. Didn't you call him as a sleeper too? I, I think I saw you tweet. I, that. I really wish I had stolen your notes on that one for FFL in the morning. I, I should have done that, but uh, you know that's all right. Maybe next time, buddy. I'll steal. <laughs> I'll steal off your notebook there. But uh, that well, was a great I mean- call. By the way, it's only on the website, on your website, pal, that uh, that it comes up every Saturday. So, uh, so our again, website, to- our, our, <laughs> fine, website. fine, 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 our website. But I'm just saying, like, again, for if you're listening to the if you're listening to the podcast, you know, obviously go check out the website. But uh, but yeah, we, we post those reception perception dot com is the reception perception dot com. <laughs> Okay, go to the website. We 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 post those notes every single week. So yeah, and uh, and I gotta say, man, like this uh, the the sleeper hit rate right now is is pretty high, uh, because my God, I, I'm using your info, talking to you about football all the damn time, and just you know, I just feel like we're we're mind melding some of these uh, sleeper plays into existence, man. No doubt, dude. I mean, that was a great call because the opportunity is so laid bare. So I, you know, I just make the point overall that like 
obviously the outside receiver position is a huge problem. Like Demarcus Robinson, yeah. again, shout out to him, had a huge game against the Panthers, caught all nine of his targets, went over 100 yards. But I mean, right. we're talking about Demarcus Robinson. I know. Like he was a depth player for the Chiefs, and then he got cut by the Raiders. The Raiders <laughs> who are playing Mac Hollins on like 90% of the routes, bro. Like oh that's the God. guy we're talking about here. And he's yeah. their number one outside receiver right now. You know, Bateman. I know he was like inconsistent for fantasy and stuff like that, but again, he was such a huge piece for them early in the year. Like that EPA drop off. I meant, I just mentioned again, mm-hmm. it coincides with when Bateman went out, like he was the player that they needed. And I, I think that's a huge problem right now. The personnel is bad. Um, you know, again, we're talking about Demarcus Robinson, like Devin Duvernay is a nice player. You know, Lamar is not totally blameless, but I think he's played extremely well given the environment. And I definitely think like, in terms of people that watch a lot of film and, 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 you know, really like know about like route combinations and route design and stuff like that. I mean, Greg Groman is like, he's definitely one of the, the America's most wanted when it comes to like the film bros. And I, yeah, I mean, a lot of bad route combinations. I mean, their third down okay. passing game is awful. Their third down passing game is terrible. And I mean, you see a lot of what the Panthers did yesterday was like, they're like, okay, we're not going to let Lamar just like take off and run on us. I mean, he definitely Dude. had a decent rushing game, but. Yeah. Do you ever notice that uh, Baltimore, I don't know if this like is backed up, but I just, I feel like just anecdotally, like when I watch the Ravens play, like on big third downs, like, and if it's like third and like eight or nine or more, right? Like, I don't know why, like Baltimore is always one of these teams where it's like two receivers are just way too close to each other, buddy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the, that is the, the Greg Roman, uh, playbook is is two guys running the same route in the same area and that is really really tough man when you face a lot of man or face a lot of zone coverage which as uh you know we talked about this with marquise brown um in the in the offseason why he's such a good zone beater and why that matters a lot is because he played with the mobile quarterback and lamar jackson and you're going to face a lot of zone coverage because teams are going to sit there and have eyes on the quarterback because they don't want lamar scrambling all over them so it's especially problematic when you have two dudes running routes in the same area against zone coverage it's one thing if it's man up and like you could still just make those plays but good god brother yes uh yeah 100 (laughs) percent. greg roman playbook the king of that the king of that and like designed routes to like routes in the flat and wheel routes to patrick ricard the fullback (laughs) i know Jeez, I mean, Pat, shout out to Patrick Ricard. He's like 300 pounds or something. something. It's, it's, it's absurd. Yeah, it's like, look, I love high-low concepts in passing games, you know, because it, it takes away it, – it allows a quarterback to, like, not have to turn his body to get to a second read. Um, but, dude, like, these aren't high-low concepts. These are, like, medium like mid, and high concepts. Yeah, mid-mid. <laughs> <are> like, mid-mid. <laughs> You're like, what's going on? Like, there's this is either bad play design or like, what the hell are the receivers doing? Like, I don't know. But like, but it's been it's been multiple receivers over multiple years. Yeah, it's everybody. It's like, and hey, Mark Andrews is a good player. Hollywood Brown is a good player. Like Rashad Bateman's a good player. But those dudes are always in the same spot, and it's so um, weird. it's continued this year with Devin Duvernay and like Demarcus Robinson and stuff too. Man, it's just it is a. Uh, it's a cha- it's a challenging offense. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I, to answer your question, though, like the, the TV hot take question, I, I mean, I do I, I do think Lamar is like an elite fantasy quarterback. I do kind of think that's like that's over. I, I It's just with this offense, there's no way like he can have eruption games because at literally any moment he can run for 100 yards and like multiple touchdowns. But right. Just from a passing game standpoint, I think you have to ask questions about 
like well, the Ravens as a team, like what is their ceiling when the passing offense looks like this? And I don't think there's any reinforcements coming. I mean, like Deshaun Jackson, give me a break. He popped his hamstring in like two seconds, of course. So. <laughs> Like, talk about the most predictable outcome in the history of sports. It's like, oh, Deshaun Jackson, who hasn't played in forever, he's like 36 years old, and you're asking him to run go routes at full speed. It's like, oh, dude, come on. Of course he's going to get hurt. Like, what? Like, he's been dealing with the hamstring since the Reagan administration. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I don't even think he was born. <laughs> but yeah, no, it... It's crazy when you look at uh, the game log here for Lamar Jackson. He had three touchdowns against the Jets, who we now know are really good, right? He had three touchdowns against Miami, which their defense is at, and especially early on, was really bad actually because um, Xavier Howard was was banged up. But then he posted four freaking five freaking touchdowns against New England. What? That, that's wild to me. Um, and then ever since then, starting in Week Four and beyond, just. One touch, one passing touchdown, one passing touchdown. You know, in, in week seven against Cleveland of all teams, he had zero touchdowns, zero zippers. Like, what happened here? Um, so it's it's curious to me that like what the hell happened uh, from the early part of the season uh, to where we are right now, where it seems as if it is a little bit of a struggle for Lamar to get to sh- to shake loose. You know, I mean Bateman. I, I would keep coming back to that, and and it's, I. Obviously, I'm a fan of Bateman as a player, but yeah, you talk, week four, that's when he got hurt. That's when defenses realized we have no one that we need to respect as an outside receiver. No one that we need to account for. Lamar has no one that he can rely on. And then, of course, obviously, Mark Andrews gets hurt as well. You know, and yeah, then we're really, we're, we're really, really in a problematic spot. And then it's like, okay, we're talking about Devin Duvernay, who's a pretty good player, but like he's a design touches type of guy, speed slot receiver. Um and like Isaiah Likely, we're all begging to get Isaiah Likely on the field. Like he's a rookie tight end, a position we all know is a slow burn position. So, and by the way, we haven't even touched on the freaking backfield, which is like just just as it was last year, the dust crew. You know, Kenyon Drake. Oh, by the way, Kenyon Drake's got to be got to be the most hilarious like fantasy player of all time this year. It's like the exact moment you're counting on him, nothing. But nothing. when you don't like when we're ready for it to be somebody else, <laughs> Kenyon Drake back with a big game, baby. So that's just the way it is. <laughs> oh, totally. Kenyon Drake, 10 carries for 46 yards. And uh, he led the way for Baltimore. And Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you know, you flip it to the other side too. Let's, I just want to talk about Carolina just briefly, and then we'll get the hell out oh, of here. Um, get ready be. for Monday Night Football. Yeah, I know. But, but, I mean, is it really possible that an XFL quarterback is better than a Heisman Trophy win, like number one pick? Like, I just, I can't wrap my mind around that. Like, I can't get myself to understand that. Well, I mean, an XFL quarterback is better in Washington than a guy who went number two overall in Carson Wentz. So That's I don't true. See why, That's also true. I don't see why it should That's be that a shock. But no, dude, actually, I, you know, a lot of the 
a lot of the uh, problems that we have about Zach Wilson are the same with Baker Mayfield. You know, like Baker Mayfield, his best season was 2020, you know, when everything was perfect, perfect, perfect offensive line, two good receivers and Beck or uh, no, they didn't have Beckham yet, but no, no, they did. No, 2020 was when he got hurt after Beckham got hurt. Right. But um, anyways, like they had a good Landry and uh, yeah, I can't remember who the other one was. But regardless, Richard Higgins, yeah. like the, the point here go. is that like great offensive line running game, like you just have to play like play action, a lot of screen passes, stuff like that. But the moment you took away that Mickey Mouse stuff, like the play actions and the screens, he can't play drop back passer like he he does the same thing that Zach Wilson does. Get the snap boot out to the right boot out to the right because he doesn't want to go through progressions and read the field and like read out those like concepts and stuff like that. So I think like that's the that's the scary future for like for Zach Wilson fans and Jets fans and stuff like that is like, yeah, Baker Mayfield, a guy who when everything is perfect, he can be an average quarterback, but <laughs> it shouldn't, it shouldn't have to be perfect for him to be average. And Man, I, you know, my thing with Baker Mayfield, you know, when he was his most successful is when they just took the handcuffs off and just said, rip it kid, you know, cause he's not, like you said, he's not like a high level thinking man's quarterback, you know, it, he's not, Dak Prescott at the lines, like adjusting coverages and stuff and like moving guys around and doing those kind of things, right? Like he's not that dude. Like he's not a guy that's getting to a secondary tertiary reads. He's not that dude. I thought that when he was at his best was when they, again, I go back to the high, low concepts and just one eye line, like one, you know, one eye line where you're just like, all right, I don't need to turn my head. I could either see high or low. And if one of one of those things is open, I'm just going to let it rip, just let it rip, you know? Um, I thought timing was big. I think, I think he's actually a pretty good timing based quarterback if that's what it calls for. Um, so long as he doesn't have to make those reads, man. Um, and dude, he's got the requisite arm strength, dude. Like he can make throws. He can make all the throws. I think that's what kind of, I don't know. Um, that's, what's disappointing. You know, the guy can make all the throws other than Zach Wilson, by the way, Zach Wilson, you talk about the fundamentals, like golly, like buddy, like is I like again neither one of us are quarterback guys but isn't quarterbacking 101 like don't throw off the back foot like he's throwing off the back foot every goddamn set time. your feet stop bouncing around yeah i know yeah it's these are t- definitely two of my like least favorite quarterbacks out there right now <laughs> anyways it is wild though that um that again in in the the panthers quarterback situation you know pj walker like who would have thought like godly they really do miss pj walker uh in that passing game hey man is there is there any hope uh for this offense nope. with baker mayfield none no nope. so, so, okay we're done okay no. <laughs> we're throwing up <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think so man i mean i just think he's a bad fit for um he, i don't really know what type of offense baker fits well in um, I just don't know what he brings to the table at this point because he's so out of rack, out of whack rhythm wise. I mean, yeah, that game is. was there for the that game was there for the taking for them uh, against the Baltimore Ravens because their defense played a good game, but mm. you know, just offensively they're never going to be able to take advantage of stuff like that. Dude, Baker needs to go see a sports psychologist and just like figure out what's going on in his own head. Like he's just, I think he's so far into his own head he can't unlock what he could do well. Right. Which is, again, just grip it and rip it like he doesn't even do that well now. Like, that's the problem. You know, like there's nothing he does well, which is which is sad. Like, what what the hell happened uh, with Baker? So I don't know. I don't get it. And like, you know, there was all those questions about his maturity levels and all those things. I will say this about Baker. Like, I do feel like he's like owned up 
um, to, you know, to his mistakes. And, and if there's problems on the offense, I don't think he's ever really thrown people under the bus. He's taken a lot of responsibility. So there is some of that going on, which is cool. It does show some leadership traits, man, but golly, I think the guy just needs to like get hypnotized or something, dude. And like, just figure out who he was, you know, and just be that dude again. Yeah. You might be right. That might be all it takes at this point. Cause what we've got right now, not good. <laughs> Not good. All right. So there you go. All right, man. Hey, listen, our time does run short for uh, Matt Harmon. I am James. Go go check out the website, receptionperception.com. Be sure to leave a, a, a subscribe to the podcast, of course, and uh, and leave a rating as well. Five star rating would be very much appreciated. Uh, and by the way, we're going to have a little sale on the website too, a Black Friday sale. How about that? It's coming up uh, right here on receptionperception.com. Uh, and of course, you can find us on Twitter. Go to the website. Uh, to find out more about that Black Friday sale, it's coming up very, very soon. For Matt Harmon, I'm James Cole. We'll see you.